0: This economic report is sponsored by Rick Kelb, Wealth Management Advisor with Northwestern Mutual since 1983 on Spring Street, Nevada City at rickkelb.com. Once again, there is lots going on in the world and particularly in the world of finance. But for today, let's talk about the Federal Reserve's monetary policy meeting uh, later this week.
1: Well Paul as was the case uh, 2 weeks ago as you pointed out there's a great deal of uncertainty in the world right now in the world economy um uh, ranging from a shooting war in Europe and global financial sanctions to rising global inflation, you know, all as the US economy approaches, you know, full employment with, you know, now a three point eight percent unemployment rate. So, you know, the Fed is looking for a policy that will slow inflation without causing a recession. And that's, you know, a challenge with everything that's going on today. So um and the Federal Reserve, that's our you know nation's central bank, their policymakers will be meeting on Tuesday and Wednesday of this week. And they're expected to vote on some important changes in their monetary policy and interest rates that, you know, essentially I think will affect the economy and all
0: of us. So, Gary, uh, let me ask, uh, how will we know what the Fed decided at this meeting? Does it have to be a unanimous decision or might there be dissenters?
1: Well, that's an easy question. The Fed uh, decision will be based on a majority vote of the policy-making committee of Federal Reserve governors and the five voting Federal Reserve Bank presidents around, from around the country. Um, immediately after the Fed meeting concludes, on Wednesday, the Fed will issue a press release describing changes in monetary policy that the committee members voted to, to implement at the meeting, and there, there can be dissenters. Often there are. Uh, another part of that press release is the Fed policymakers' projections. For economic growth, for the unemployment rate, and and the inflation rate for 2022 and beyond, and I'll be very interested in seeing that to see how the policymakers expect the economy to perform in 2022 and beyond, given all the uncertainty and risks and challenges they're they're facing.
0: Gary, let me ask if you uh, have a sense of how the Fed might change policy or interest rates this week.
1: Yes, Paul, the the signals that the policymakers and especially Fed Chair Powell have made in public comments make it clear they will begin the process of raising interest rates. And it seems likely the first change will be a one-quarter percentage point or 25 basis point increase in the overnight federal funds um, interest rate target range. Uh, Currently that is the the range is zero to a quarter of a percentage point, and I would expect that they will raise that to the one-quarter percent to one-half percent range.
0: Well Gary is the quarter percentage point increase a typical fed increase or is it especially small or large?
1: Good question Paula. One quarter percentage point increase has been typical in recent years when the fed changes the overnight interbank um, interest rate target. You know, still, there have been a lot of discussions about the size of this interest rate move, especially with the spike in inflation. So many analysts and economists think that the, given the spike in inflation, the Fed may want to raise the target interest rate by a larger amount, say one half percentage point or, or 50 basis points to signal to the financial markets that the Fed is more serious about starting the process of bringing the inflation rate down, um, or at least to starting it to move it closer towards the Fed's 2% inflation goal.
0: Didn't Fed Chair Powell seem to indicate um, a few weeks ago that the Fed needs to begin raising interest rates to fight inflation?
1: Yes, Paul, with the 2021 and now 2022 spike in inflation, the consumer price index for for all goods and services, for example, uh, rose at a 7.9% over the past year. So, you know, given that, we expect to see that the Fed's Monetary Policy Committee is going to have to decide on how much and how fast to raise their short-term interest rate target to begin to bring inflation back under control and eventually back to the Fed's 2% goal. Of course, you know, higher interest rates are a key part of that policy, but they also don't want the higher interest rates to cause a
0: recession. So, Gary, the higher interest rates, they also slow the growth of the economy. Won't that make it harder for the Fed to slow inflation without slowing the economy too fast or too much and causing a recession?
1: That is the million-dollar question for the Fed. Um, The Fed typically lowers interest rates to stimulate the economy, as it did to speed up the recovery from the financial crisis in 2008 and COVID pandemic in 2020. In contrast, higher interest rates are used to slow the economy when it reaches full employment and to lower inflation when it gets significantly above the Fed's inflation goals. Um, still there are lags between when the Fed takes a policy action and when that hits the economy so there's certainly uncertainty there between policy actions and movements of the economy Uh, you know we have a large and complex economy Uh, now you've added in all these extraordinary risks and uncertainties created by the Russian invasion of Ukraine and the economic and financial sanctions being imposed on Russia you know and this creates concern you know for the global economy and and its growth Um, so you know some Economic forecasters have worried that the Fed could slow the economy, you know, just as the slowdown from the Ukraine war and the sanctions hit the U.S. economy. And they worry that that could you know, slow it down too much and lead to a recession. On the other hand, if if the Fed doesn't slow down things enough, you know, inflation might you know, continue or, or worsen. So it, this is a challenge for Fed policymakers.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you, Paul. Gary Zimmerman is a retired senior economist for the San Francisco Reserve in San Francisco and currently is a visiting professor at the Vienna University of Economics and Business in Austria, where he teaches courses in economics and finance.